Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. <laughs> Man, I... <clears throat> I just ate crocodile jerky. <clears throat> that is... I'm just not going to try it, dude. It's actually, you know... I don't I feel think, like I need to. T- Flavor-wise, I actually prefer this over the I kangaroo. Do I do, too. Over the kangaroo, but the, the texture. texture is terrible. It, and it's always terrible. And the like kangaroo is super gamey, games. right? Kangaroo's pretty gamey. I've had a rattlesnake before, and it wasn't... It was like chicken nuggets. You couldn't really... I don't know. That That's something different going on there. But, again, it's the particle board style. So they're shredding it uh, up and then putting it into little bits hey before we introduce ourselves i want to give a shout out shout out heel and toe apparel com forward slash dwa oh he's wearing a heel and toe apparel shirt right now <laughs> whammer jammer i feel like i'm loose right now it's a nice uh faded one too like they yeah. fade really nicely they really do it's it's consistent it's not mm-hmm. like flaking or anything like that it's, it's just a vintage like style a, yeah sure so it's got patina yeah it has nice patina yeah. Yeah, even like, where um, but they do have a new product and it's really cool. Thong I was underwear. just checking it out. Uh, they Men's have thongs. heel and toe socks. Really? Uh, and they did them with our, our boy over at Stripe Design. Stripe double I P E. Oh yeah. The shift pattern. And they have the gray shift pattern and the colored ones. Love those guys. And they have a two pack bundle for $30. And then if you use, if you go to com forward slash DWA, you get 20% off that. Solid. So six bucks off. So 24 bucks for two pairs of socks. That's dope. Yeah. Pretty very freaking cool. cool. Awesome. So I would say go check them out. Grab some shirts for summer. Nice, lightweight, cozy shirts. They're the best. Maybe a hat or two. All the things. I know my brother just bought a, like three hats or two hats from him. And yeah, uh, he always includes a nice little handwritten note. That is really good stuff. I just Marie Kondoed a lot of my shit. Yeah? Kept all my heel and toe shirts. Nice. It's like, oh, it's yeah. very dense heel and toe collection right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's I'm, funny I'm how that happens, right? Like, you, I think my more and I might have talked about that recently. We're trying to diversify, like yeah. mix it up, but yeah. they're just good shirts. Yeah, you know, I know. And we're car guys, so it's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I watched a new, um, what's his name? Who reviewed the GT3 manual was talking about like the manual. Oh, Henry, Henry Catchpool. Catchpool. Henry Catchpool. He had the love letter to the manual and it was with the new GT3 touring and he was wearing the heel and toe shirt, the shift pattern one. Nice. And I watched a new video today and it was a comparison between, I forget which one it was, but uh, he has a newer video and he's wearing that shirt again in the nice. video. So that seems to be his like go-to Favorite. shirt for yeah. videos, which is pretty It's rad. like I got a long day of shooting. Yeah. I want to be comfortable. Yep. But then look good on camera. Exactly. And shout out to uh, Stripe Design for the Johnny Lieberman collaboration, uh, Hell is Other Cars, mm-hmm. which is still available, I believe. Yep. So, yeah. Good things. Yeah. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. <coughs> My name is Warren. My name is Brian. Uh, Mark. I'm Lane. This is a Thursday edition. Uh, if you aren't a patron, you missed a wonderful discussion about drinking and driving, kangaroo jerky, 
and uh, white emu, chocolate. Emu jerky. Emu jerky. Oh, emu jerky. We didn't get yeah. in the kangaroo at that point. We had not. And white chocolate, which Lane and loves. peanut butter Twix. Creamy peanut butter Twix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Wave Jammer Double IPA. Shout out to Peter B993 and Teal Gancy. Why do you say it? Is that his last name? Sure. All right. Teal. Holler. Uh, so Thursday edition. You guys want to do little questions? Little mm-hmm. answers? Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, only the mm-hmm. little ones. Tiny little guys? Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see what we got. Uh, OMG Hugh Ross says, not a question, but I hope you all enjoy the Autobahn bag. I felt bad about sending you a box of my favorite pretzels after you attack them out of nowhere and thought that the bag may make up for them. Another, uh, That's so awesome that he fessed up. And this attacked is out of nowhere. By the I, way, now I can picture him listening. How are those your favorite pretzels? Another Patreon gem that people are missing. Yeah. That was... That's thoroughly right. discussed on on a Patreon show. Uh, mm-hmm. Patreon show. Yes, that yes. was a really good one. Yeah, and he sent us the, the bag of pretzels, which are, there's still some. I put them in a, no, a sealed a, a container. Case, yeah, boxes. and I'll I'll hit them up every once in a while. I bet you. And will. you hit it there. You you go grab a little piece, and it lasts for like an hour. <laughs> But you, you, I did fuck up my f- mouth. Yeah, yeah. Well, you haven't built up the calluses yet. Dude, I was thinking about that as I took my first bite, and I'm like, fuck. Uh, I, it just went straight up into my, uh, to the roof of my mouth. Uh, Bad. I want to know if uh, Hugh appreciated the uh, banter regarding said pretzels. I think he did. I think, I think he so did. too. I'd like to yeah. think he did. Right, he's like fueling the fire. <clears throat> so he they, sent. They're they're uh, they taste like wood too, actually. So that's actually <laughs> firewood. <laughs> yeah. Like... Uh, on our Instagram, we posted a picture of an Autobahn Society bag. Yeah, which is <laughs> which we had talked about it on a Patreon episode as well. We there? discussed uh, thinking it was Autobahn, <laughs> uh, like German Autobahn, but it was the <laughs> Autobahn uh, bird. And I, ha- I had to make a comment because in there, the hashtags were very aggressively saying that like has nothing to do with cars. Oh, totally it doesn't. Opposite. But, you know, we did we did talk about it. It, it. it was tied to cars. Yes. Yeah, for sure. The confusion was around cars. Yeah. But then we started talking about our favorite birds. And <laughs> and true. I think you said we like the hummingbird is the most powerful animal on Earth. Powerful. <laughs> wow. That's the most majestic or something. I think majestic. I may have said majestic. May or may not have said majestic. Which, you know, it might be. Uh, I was actually uh, thinking about that, and I, I would change oh. my I would change my decision now. I, Kangaroo, I, I I prefer owls over hummingbirds. That's mm. a weak choice. Owls, owls are pretty, pretty bad. Rad. Owls are fucking cool. Dude. They're super magical mm. too. It's, they just happen to be in a lot of children's books too. So I think that's what I was thinking uh, about. Okay, because you're trying to get your kid to go to How bed. How about so a white owl? owl. <laughs> yeah, barn owl down. Like, yeah, uh, there's a lot snow of snow labyrinth owl. style snow owl. Yeah, yeah. they're really cool. Uh, owls are very quiet. Uh, when they fly, I watched a yeah. whole show on it, and they had a, oh. a sound chamber, yeah. and they were testing were they the know, quietest bird, the quietest bird by a, a long shot. Really, sense to yeah. sneak up on prey. Yeah, they are the Mercedes S class of birds. Exactly. Well, exactly, and they're at night, right? So, yeah, I mean, they have to. Yeah, they total have to, stealth. Yeah, um, the way their feathers are designed, and uh, they have little like mm. tiny feathers on top of feathers. Pretty cool. They're magical. So around the horn, what do you guys? What is it? Owl or hummingbird? 
Mm. I mean, I don't think that's where it comes down to, but owls for sure. I mean, they're, <laughs> they're raptors. Too, yeah. They're, they're yeah. fucking birds of prey. They're, hummingbirds are really cool, though. Badass. Yeah, but it, they're it's borderline. like the Colin Chapman. Of, I mean, what are we looking at? What's the most like hummingbirds are kind of amazing. They're they pretty are. amazing. Those well, now wings come around. Well, I'm he said them <laughs> of all animals. That was my that was my problem. All animals orca all the way for sure. That's that's where I'm at. Oh, but, okay. But uh, between those two, that's a tough choice. I'll say it's they're both really am- amazing animals, but I might go owl on this one. Quite a bit of variety, and they're very interesting. Yeah, they're really cool animals. They're mysterious. Mm. Yeah. 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 Pretty cool. Also, a lot of children's <laughs> books surrounding them, so yeah. hey, hey. I don't see any hummingbird books. And Not they can, many. Uh, rotate their head in like 360 degrees or something? Not 360. <laughs> no. 360. <laughs> For sure. Uh, Big Fat Flip says, what is your automotive guilty pleasure? For me, I like watching the Hoonigan YouTube channel when nobody's looking. Yeah, that's funny. That's definitely a guilty pleasure. Like, <laughs> I like. Uh, guilty. Well, guilty. That, is that a guilty pleasure? I think yeah. so. It's really trashy. I think right? he, and he also he and he says he does it privately because he doesn't want others to see him do yeah. it. Right. Uh, mine's tractor pull. <laughs> that's a weird. One. That's so weird. I've never gone to one. I want to. I'm kind of amazed that it's a thing it's totally fascinating to me i don't know <laughs> i still don't probably, fully understand i don't either tractor pulling we could probably make and i've been to it and i was like i don't understand why like we could probably wait. make it a stop on the coastal ranger alley oh, oh. you work on that and we'll make it happen actually we would all get shot pretty dope. immediately <laughs> no we could all have one and a half beers that'd be awesome oh yeah one and a half beer. shot up Dude, yeah that's that's like what's that's gangs pickup. the, the fucking pickup country man yeah, yeah, a bunch of for- city slickers like art bunch of foreign jobs Mexicans, <laughs> yeah, fern jobs, fern jobs. All right, well, I said mine. What is it? so? What is it exactly? It's it's, so I, it's a tractor with three motors that pulls a something, whoa, right? Whoa, whoa, whoa. why well, three motors? Because they have like these gigantic. They can have that's as not, many motors as they that's want. That's in the dude. unlimited class, all right. <laughs> I don't know why you're getting all crazy. <laughs> you 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 strictly focus on the limited uh, like preservation the, yeah. class. Yeah, exactly. Like stock modified, stock stock modified, <laughs> yeah. sport plus. Um, I don't know what the classes are. That's why I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, but and how does that pendulum thing work? Like, because it it all like. Uh, obviously, the, at the it's easier, <laughs> and then it, the weight moves to the rear, and it yeah, kind of yeah, digs yeah. into the ground. Well, right, it gets harder to pull. And also, doesn't the ground soften up, and wouldn't it be easier for yeah. later competitors? Yeah. Absolutely, that's all part of it. But you is get it a all good lane? Like, yeah, yeah. It's just like drag racing. There's more rubber on it. Blah blah blah. But it seems way what earlier does it? And I've been to one. Well, you have been to one. Lucky. Yeah, no, Cal right. Poly. I know of one place to go watch it is in the Central Valley, but Cal it's, only, Poly. it's only once a year. No, I don't know about that. Cal Poly, once a year. That's amateur hour. Yeah, no. No, it's, no it's, le- it's legit. I want Central the Valley, dogs. dude. Dude, it dogs. basically is. This, it's everyone from the Central Valley goes to Cal Poly. It's true. And that's what it is, dude. Yeah. It's gnarly. That's the Portuguese Palm Springs out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone in Central Valley goes there for vacation. I don't know. I don't, I don't have an easy answer off the cuff. Fireball is kind of where you want to go, right? For this kind of thing. <laughs> That's a good one. Dos Palos. <laughs> Los Banos. Mendota. Mendota. Kettleman City. Lemore. Lemore. All righty. Uh, what you got, Brian? I don't I don't know. Uh, guilty pleasure? I'm uh, thinking, yeah. Hmm. I mean, if anything, if I'm clicking on stuff on YouTube, it's uh, I, I like watching the Goodwood stuff. That's not a guilty pleasure. But that's not a guilty pleasure. And it doesn't have to be YouTube either. It can be like a car style style you like or like a like 
I'm just going to say I don't really feel guilty about any of it. So there's there's one that maybe could be considered this, but it's like, especially recently, I've been into like the uh, early like 90s BTCC style car where it's like super slammed. Super cool shit. But big ass (laughs) wheels, but big wheels and super. I don't know. I only like sick shit. (laughs) But but we like rubber. We like the idea of the question though, right, Art? Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like, but we we always preach. BTCC stuff is so rad. But like literally like if you pick, if you Ask, like what's the coolest uh, stuff you know, that you like? I like multi-spoke wheels yeah. on fucking race cars. Super close racing. So now what? The, okay, so now when I build my 850 turbo wagon you're saying, you're, with you're, 18 inch wheels and 35 no, series that's tires, what, that's what they deserve. Those cars deserve that. Those correct, cars would look right. weird deserve. with like 15s and oh right and yeah, big rubber. Sure. Yeah, that big era. sidewalls. So yeah, it was yeah. like a five our uh, five year era that it was very dig yeah, deep cool. art. You have guilty pleasures like buying Buick Rivieras or some shit. Regals. Regals. <laughs> like low key. Like I have a, yeah. I have a barn you somewhere. Just, you just got to open up and let it out. Yeah. I don't know what I've got, man. Thinking. I feel like there's something in there. I'm digging. What, is, what does video, Lane have? Video games? I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't really. Nothing like comes to my mind besides something I talk about all the time, which is Subaru Bajas. But at oh, this point, that's not even guilty because no, I just fucking, I'm just fucking waving that flag. Mm hmm. So, oh yeah, I guess Festivas for me. Oh yeah, like I literally do like them. But do you feel guilty but it has, about? Yeah, it? and I feel guilty. Oh, okay, like it's. I've made comments before, like I would like to get a Festiva, but I just feel like my wife would lose respect for me, and that's why I don't. Mm-hmm. That you had one. Well, it was partial ownership, and it didn't stay at my house. That's true. If I was, if I had it, and I was driving it around, like I would, you know. Yeah, it'd be an embarrassment of your town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. is saying a lot. Scotts Valley doesn't have a high bar. No. Mm. Bunch of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot like the Central Valley, really. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Art's going to come up with Art's something. Art's too cool. Art's I'm, like, I'm digging. I don't know. I like really like F40 race cars. <laughs> <laughs> I like F40s and race trim. I mean, I guess I guess this is guilty. Like, Vintage Le Mans. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> I was trying to think of something that was like not functional for the street, right? That's like what I was thinking. Like, I really like that and I would want to do that, which, but it's like such a bad idea around here. Like, do you like um, Bozuzuku or whatever? Nah. No. Yeah. Some of that crazy fucking Japanese shit that that's what I was. Like I'm trying to go there. And stuff I'm trying to go there, yeah. like something Decatora. Is that like what it is? Um, where they have crazy chrome the fucking rockets? Those are insane. Yeah, those are yeah. pretty rad, actually. Though, does anyone dislike those? Those are kind of amazing. I saw one in person. It was awesome. Yeah, I was blown away. Guy was doing work, and his truck looked like that. It wasn't. Just I would say like, <laughs> oh, I don't know how long ago, but you could say like lowriders or something. But now I don't think you're guilty of. Like that's not a guilty pleasure at all. That's like just straight up cool. Yeah, but maybe like twenty years ago, if you said like you if, like if you were into low riders, it'd be or like, um, Boyd Coddington stuff. Like, oh, that would be a guilty like, pleasure. Yeah, I always wanted good. to own a I just Boyd love Coddington. Boyd wheels. Right. I would check that box. That would definitely be a guilty. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, art's too cool. I think for I this have question, one. But, I think uh, I have. Oh one. yeah, let's hear it. I actually think that the Chevy SS pickups look cool. I think those are rad. Oh, Chevy SS. Good answer. Ford yeah, that's that controversial. Sucks. Yeah, that's yeah. Four fifty four. No, no like you talking about the the, the really concept SSR. 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 SSR SSR SSR. Yeah, the the really curve curvy concept mm. car, truck looking. So thing. I went to Whale City uh, a couple weeks ago. We were going to San Francisco and we stopped there for uh, a little coffee. And there was an Australian couple on vacation, clearly just doing the the tour, and they looked 
you know, older. I would I wouldn't call them like white trash Australian, but you know what I mean. They weren't Bogans. Yeah, <laughs> they had been uh, in jail before. The, yeah, exactly. The guy looked at there was a red SSR parked out front of Whale City, and he looked must have looked at it for ten minutes. And finally, I said, uh, "What do you think? You know, it's kind of a crazy looking car." Huh? He goes, "What is it?" I said, "It's basically a Camaro." But the truck with a folding hardtop, and he's like, "Oh my god!" And he told his wife, "You know, I'm not doing an Australian accent, so just so you know." <laughs> but uh, it was, you know, highlight of his morning. Yeah, they're they're very interesting. Um, it's one of those things that I'm glad that it it was made. Yes, it actually has a good motor, like a decent motor. Yeah, way cooler than like it's the Prowler, Prowler, right? Where it's a, a six right, right, right. So it's it's a pretty rad thing. It's um, a very and, weird. It's but it's like it's a cartoony Mono cross cab. Like, but how did that get? Made? Yeah, but it's cartoony. That's why I like it. I think it's pretty cool. And I know a lot of people hate them because they are cartoony pieces of shit. I man. think that's a guilty pleasure of mine too. Mariah yeah, Cross Cab. I'm down. Like, but there no, was one are... for if I, you know, I had an extra like six grand laying around yeah. and it was like six grand, I, think, I would uh, definitely buy one. Ten years ago, they were a guilty pleasure. Now okay. they're like hipster cool. You think so? Are yeah. they? Every person that writes for Jalopnik thinks they're It just cool. seems like one of those, it's, it's a five-seater convertible. Yeah. Pretty rad. Every single... Automotive journalists under 30 thinks they're like the most What awesome about thing. an, an take Evoke a uh, cab? Every time. That's a really hated vehicle too. And I actually Evoke really, really like cab, it. Yeah. Yeah. I, after using one like but in they're like pretty in, not controversial styled. They're very They look sleek. stupid with the top up though. They're pretty stupid. They're yeah. really dorky looking. Yeah. But with the top down and using them like, you know, light off road in quotation marks again, like, but going insanely to like capable. national park or something. It's, it's <laughs> I think that was it's the insanely awesome. They could go through national parks. <laughs> like dirt roads, Lane. <laughs> yeah, like little, pa- like, like, you know, manicured dirt roads. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when like the pavement ends and mm-hmm. then it's that other stuff, mm-hmm. that stuff. How crazy is that? Crazy. As pretty, pretty impressive. If you ask me. <laughs> I once went. uh, There was this one section where there was a creek before, and I went through that. The creek wasn't there anymore, but yeah, you you could smell the creek. Yeah, yeah. Warren did that once. He lost his front air dam. That's true. (laughs) It was a real creek, though. That's the difference. And I was going way too fast. Uh, Carhill Photo says, "Thoughts on the electrification of classic cars." I think you guys had an electric 308 at the first LA Radwood. I don't mind them if they're not ripping functional engines to put in electric motors, especially if it enhances performance, such as an EV West Beetle. I'm down with it. I think it's awesome. Yeah, super down. I think it depends on the model. Kind of mixed. I have mixed feelings. I do too. Because a lot of it's like, I want a, I want a bug with a manual, and I want that little, I want that little flat four, dude, like zinging behind. I, I don't know. You know what I like? I, I, but I, but I'm down. Like in certain situations, I guess. I like electrification for cars that were already trying to be as sedate and low end torque as possible. Mm. So your Bentleys, your vintage Mercedes, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, like a Rolls Royce or something. That makes sense. Uh, Bentley Turbo R shit motor that pukes oil everywhere. It's yeah. impossible to smog. All yeah, it's things. not all about the sound or shifting or anything like that. It's about being as quiet Wafting. as smooth as possible. So if you can like get away idea. with that, if you mm. find one with a blown motor, right? Throw ten grand at this electrification project. Oh, Twenty to thirty. Yeah, I have no idea what it costs, but yes. And then you have yeah, a like silent. 15. Uh, low end torque, yeah, and it's already a heavy car, so you're not right. worried about battery weight and all that shit. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the angle I'd love to see. Is I want to see a big old caddy, low rider, just with full like you know put make, give it a ton of range, fill it with batteries, so you can actually like make it usable. Just and cruising, it's, and it's already you're just cruising anyways. And right. so no, that's cruise perfect, in silence dude. with a convertible top, like that would be or a Buick so Skylark. Rad. Yeah, like when I drove Brian's Buick Skylark as a six cylinder. 
last thing I begged for, and that was a V8. Like, who, who yeah, fucking cares? Matter, dude? It's yeah. like, it's all about being in the open air, having cruising. a convertible, just cruising. You kind of just want it to work and be smooth and and kind of look cool. So and um, it would probably make the handling better too. Low yeah. center of gravity. But like, I do can think, you imagine cruising through the wet redwoods with the top down, completely oh, silent. That would be an, an awesome feeling, yeah. right? Yeah. I. But I do think that. Uh, I think you actually lose something in like a VW Bug. Or, well, I think the bus well, is the interesting one, right? Because You're adding that's a lot they, of weight. They too. do a lot of uh, buses, and I think with the buses, like one of the coolest things about them is like the buzziness and the mm-hmm. shifting, and because they're super quirky, right? And yeah. like, but I also understand that like it's kind of, I, I like the sleeper aspect with one of those things. Like you roll up to a stoplight in this right. VW bus, and it's like, you know, whatever next to you, and like you can totally surprise someone. So that's cool. But so what about sports cars? He's talking about Ferrari 308. I know there's an M3 that's been E36 M3. Yeah, that one. One was like racing Pikes Peak and stuff. Um, I'm I'm a little I'm torn on that angle. I mean, I, that's kind of just pushing electric cars further, so I think that's cool. But uh, with, at least with the M3, because that was a that was a full on purpose built race car, mm-hmm. and it was actually pretty fast. But and the 308 had an engine fire, so a oh, new Ferrari right. motor like that is it's not worth it on yeah. that car. And uh, <clears throat> so I can understand it, but I think if you have a good running 308. I don't. I think the last thing you want to do is put an electric motor in it for sure. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a sports car that I would want to replace the mill with. I mean, unless it's a really shitty one, right? Like a DeLorean or something. Oh. That'd be great. Then you could do like a DeLorean EV swap. And you swap. just create noises. Yeah. That. Yeah. Do like a little yeah. futuristic. Or it just does the Back to the Future theme song. Yeah. The, I don't even know which one it is. What is it? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I would do Power of Love. <laughs> Oh, nice. Huey Lewis. Yeah, it's going. Sports. T. Frasca asks, when is Brian getting a rally car? Uh, that's a funny question because we were <clears throat> standing around. I don't I don't remember the fellow's name who brought the rally car to Cars and Coffee, but we were hanging out and uh, checking that thing out quite a bit. Uh, it's definitely not happening. I went a different route. That was something that I was heavily considering was buying a built rally car and then kind of uh, more streetifying it and maybe do a few stage rallies in the, uh, in the process. Uh, but, you know, that, I, I kind of knew it was a little bit of a pipe dream going in. It's oh. just a massive amount of work to do that sort of stuff. Just the events aren't local. That's They're the not local, but, thing. I mean, whatever. I mean, it's literally, like, what? the best thing ever, it feels like. And 240 so Rally car a... was brought by Peter Piper. Okay. I did not make that up. That's the real name? Yeah. Pumpkin yeah. And so it's it's rad. So like the weekend bef- before our event, I think it was or like within a couple of weeks, he did the Oregon Trail rally and it was the first rally he had done with that car after spending two years building it. Oh, and sweet. so he towed up, uh, did the the rally and then brought brought it back down. He spent two weeks doing the whole thing. Um, wow. And his next one, he's actually avoiding all the SoCal rallies because they really beat up the car. Um, so he's, uh, just opting for, uh, doing the events up North where the roads are smoother, fire roads and, uh, sounds glorious basically. It definitely does. And so, you know, he's not going to do a ton of events every year, uh, and just saving the gas money is like a thing, you know, but, um, you do a couple of those a year, like that's pretty dang good. Right. Then you and need he, some time to recover and get the car like, set up too. Right. I mean, right. Yeah. Probably. It looks so, like he was tracking that thing like normal tracks before. Oh, really? Yeah. And then uh, our boy Alex Stradali does a bunch of rallies. Yeah. 
I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, well, yeah, so he's up in NorCal and he does, uh, he's got like three rally cars. Yeah. Him and his wife are all into it. He mm-hmm. likes sending me pictures of the suspensions, just the suspension. Nice. We can't just like, here's this long strut oh, I'm yeah. installing. With a, yeah, he sent it yeah. to all of us of his three 18, 18 TI. Oh, TI, yeah. And he's got a, but he has a 2002 and an RX7. And, an and then maybe something else. Yeah, so uh, to answer the question, I think if DWA makes it in some legitimate sort of way and we can, like, pay partially for project cars, then I'm in. I mean, if Festiva could be a rally car. Whatever it could be. Thing. Yeah. I mean, that that's what tweaks mm. tweaks me in the head a little bit. It's like I literally only need to add some safety equipment. <laughs> right. Because it's like you get this thing built up in your head about what a legit rally car is. Oh, there was a cool super. But then you, it doesn't have Legacy, to be that. Legacy sedan on Bring a Trailer? No. Uh, fully built rally car, and uh, it was very well done. I see. I feel like obnoxious. we see a lot of uh, golfs pop up around you, right? Like Mark IIs? Yeah. It's not a lot. I mean, not, there, like it's definitely getting like, I'm, it's it's getting, uh, the, the herd is thinning for sure. You're right, though. There'll be one from Colorado or something that's all prepped and yeah. roll cage. That seems like a great package. And I mean, just talk about aftermarket support and all that. Where's the very forgiving you're kind of on your own? Forgiving learning curve. Totally. Right? Yeah. That sounds drive. like a good little package. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you can get a rally car for less than 15 grand all day. And I think that, you know, you could probably get it for like around nine for a decent car if you just like lowball everybody who has one for sale because they're for sale forever they're very hard to sell yep um like a beater e- e30 would be a good that's, call to do like an like an e like just get like an e you know like a three like a 325e or something totally. yeah be uh, so totally. fun. get them all day and that's what chris harris was driving i don't know which rallies he was doing but he had a prepped E30 rally car. I think that's what they use. Um, was it at O'Neill that they use those now? So they actually have a. I've maybe that's a guilty pleasure of mine is watching the Team O'Neill videos, but uh, they do not they, guilty. Well, I mean, I don't know if you look at, if you watch the videos, it's fairly hokey. I've watched them. Yeah, they have that four thousand Quattro. It's really cool. That E4. Mm. They have one specifically about why you shouldn't rally an E30. Really? Yeah. And actually, they're, they're building... So they have been into the rear-wheel drive thing. The reason why they can make a video like that is because they've run mm. many, and it was part of their program. Um, but it's just, you know, they discuss how old they're getting, and, uh, like, the issues that you're chasing aren't worth it for that chassis. Mm. And so they've been experimenting with the more modern BMWs, and I think it, that they have settled on the E46, I think, rather than the E90. Um, but they're, you know, they're starting to build those and make those part of the program. Huh. That's, yeah, it's good feedback. I can't remember. Because, I mean, you can get it. I mean, now an E30, you're pay, paying a premium, too. Because it's yeah. like a classic. Right. Uh, but but if you, you, you can buy an E46, which is a stiffer chassis and everything. And it's actually, I think, a little bit better in terms of, uh, you know, oil pan clearances to the bottom. Oh, and that's a big that's thing with like E30s. Yeah. 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 That's the thing. So, they yeah, they have, it's like a 10-minute video just about E30s and uh, why they're saying why it's a bad one. But at the same time, one of the Team O'Neill instructors, I follow him on Instagram and he's like f- railing an E30 and it looks super fun. It's probably you know, a really fun car, but if you're getting serious, that's the issue, right? Like it, for competition, yeah. it's probably not. I mean, I think you good. could you could get an, even if you went E36 chassis, you know, you can get a cheaper car that's more that's going to be better. Yeah, it's more capable. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, all of it sounds fun. Okay. 
Uh, Mr. Propane says, what would you guys suggest for a car I can use for Uber? My last car I used, unfortunately, was totaled during our February winter storm. It was an 06 Accord V6 six-speed sedan. Looking for something similar. Uber rules are four independently opening doors, five seats, so no, no rear buckets. Uh, 15 years old or newer. I'll do a cutoff of 2005 so I can use it for more than just this year. And has to pass basic safety inspection. Budget is under $7,000 and manual preferred. Hashtag Uber as ice. So you had me. I was thinking of a bunch of stuff until you said manual preferred. That mm. that thins it pretty hard. Very what were you nice. thinking before then? Can we do a clock, clock, clock on this or something? Yeah. Yeah. Uber. Like Less than uh, seven grand. Is Mr. Propane a patron? Patron? Well, he should be. He will be after okay. this. For as little as two dollars a month, you too can listen to our answer to Mr. Propane's question. Um, the manual thing's tough, and uh, we'll we'll answer it more thoroughly. But I was thinking that uh, number one for me is reliability. Yeah, it's got to be a reliable car. You're yeah. driving it, yeah. Significantly it's, more. It's, let's talk about this on the uh, next too. Patreon podcast. Okay. Tom's underscore Alex says, did the Trek Edition Jetta actually come with a bike? It did. Why do you think they picked a Jetta rather than a Golf? The Golf seems like a more obvious choice for the 90s extreme sports consumer. Mm. Well, the Golfs didn't sell that well compared to Jettas. Jetta was their like number one volume car moneymaker so they were you know it was a marketing thing well that sounds backwards then why what don't you, you want to put it on the car that you're not no, selling it wasn't trying they weren't it was promoting the like track not trying to sell cars okay i guess i don't understand it that's why what do you mean i thought i, I thought it was because maybe they it's not trying to move cars it's trying to move it's it's a collaboration between <laughs> them so Trek goes at it and they're like, hey, which one? <laughs> like, they're obviously able to push Jettas, put Jettas out the door. They're not able mm. to put Golfs out the door. Gotcha. And it's not like they don't want to put their product on a on a, on a a thing that doesn't sell. Yeah, I thought it was more like a lifestyle thing, trying to like make one car cooler. Yeah, and like everyone wanted sedans. Like a Kona or something, you know, like the Ford Focus Kona. Well, the yeah, it, deal, that's right? exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. And everyone wanted sedans. That's why they didn't put the... But you're thinking it... I, I was thinking about it like Art was too, where it was like from the car side rather than the bike side. Yeah. Like it's more like, you know, you do it, maybe you would do add the marketing to the one that needed to be cooler or something. So no, one one theory could be that it sell the, the Golf was, while it may not have been selling a lot, maybe the Golf and GTI was cooler and then the Jetta was, you know, getting an impression of like a, you know, lame parents mobile and they so weren't though jettas were fucking cool story. dude like i, I remember when that when that model came when the mark three came out like jettas were that was a hot car you know i mean i don't know um it was also a hot selling car so for trek to put their name on like a really hot selling popular car hmm. was better than putting it on like kind of a stale product so it know? was it was almost entirely just trek trying to pump their bikes i, I think was, so they also selling. had the k2 yeah. Which was also on the Jettas, mm, and they sure. gave away K two uh, skis with with the with the cars, and then which I, which I think points one. to it being a Jetta program where they or I mean a, a VW program where they're searching out these because it's like even back in the days with Hobie Cat right and mm -hmm. the van again it's like oh, Jet I mean VW was like looking for these cross promotion opportunities probably who knows 
That's interesting. And I mean, they did a they did a great job. Like, you know, today VW is known as like that kind of the active lifestyle car company. I by the way, on the way here, I saw a um, a Jetta TDI Cup. Oh yeah, forgot about those. They're pretty dope. Yeah, those are cool. They were lower. They were kind of like the Airdam graphics Golf TDI, which had all that stuff, but they didn't advertise yeah. it basically because yeah. the Golf TDIs all were lowered. What year? Uh, twenty Mark Five ish, twelve ish, or yeah. something. Mark Five. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. So they made the cup, and it had graphics. Yeah. And I think it was two thousand. Mine was a twenty ten. It must have been twenty ten. So last year of that body style, like the first gen Mark Five body style, but TDI. Yeah. Uh, before the facelift, so like the one Brian and I had, yeah. And they made the Cup car, and it was because they had the Cup series, which like Kirkham raced in and stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah so they were just know. they were just lowered with a little stiffer springs or something suspension. Yeah. And I don't think they really had anything else, right? Ba- different yeah, wheels. So, it was yeah. like wheels, tires, air dam. Yeah. I don't even know if it had. No, it did have a different front end. It this does, one, yeah. Oh no, it did. I had a whole totally yeah. different uh, it even front had, like, bumper weird vents and with stuff. the intakes that. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember looking at it because we had those and uh, seeing what they did to those cars for that race series, and they I remember they had put R8 brakes on them. That was one of the things. <laughs> That's, That's huge. Yeah, and then because I was looking at it like maybe I should throw some stuff into this car because we're commuting with it, you know, and you know what do they what suspension what what was all the stuff? So it was those brakes, and um, I don't remember what the suspension was, but I'm sure it was just some race off the shelf stuff basically. Yeah, uh, and then uh, uh, like a crazy tune also. That's so. Funny. And then I, it, there was some, there was some like significant amount of work with the transmission. I think whatever the tune on the transmission Makes was, because it was a PDK or whatever. Yeah. Oh, they were PDK. Well, they were no, DSGs. Uh, I mean DSG, right? Yeah, yeah, mean. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Mr. Hurlis says, "What are your thoughts on lab tests for your oil, like Blackstone?" Does your opinion vary depending on the car? If you're a proponent, what frequency would you get samples tested? Some E46 M3 owners make it sound like you should do this every oil change. That's crazy. Um, we've talked about it. I don't think we ever ended up doing it. Have any of us done it? No. I running a shop. We used to do it for some certain situations. Have you done it for any never, of your cars? Never. For like no. head gasket potential leakage have, or have you? Has no. anybody wanted to do it? Uh, no. like personally, yeah, no, I have no. Definitely idea. wanted to. Do it. I would love to do. It. I, I, yeah. I, it's always like on my list. I, I almost did it once, but I was like, I don't know. And I, I even had the kit. And it's it like, what like, am I gonna do? It's just like yeah. it would be like if fun if you're into that, I guess. But or if you want to like BRZ Phil, friggin' nut about it, right? Well, yeah, but yeah. why? So, so for example, with E46 owners, I think it's a rod bearing thing, right? Because yeah, right. you're measuring M3. Yeah, my point is like, what am I gonna do about it? Even if I see there's a bunch of copper or whatever the metal that you're looking for is in there well with like an e30 there's nothing to do like there's nothing to look for so it's like if you have your okay your engine's failing like there's no like fix but with an e with the e46 m3 it's something to look out for and then you can 
potentially fix that problem. The way I see it is so, more and like, with a nine nine six as well. It's like testing different oils, right? Like, and I remember when I when I changed to Liquid Molly, that's what I was talking about. Is I wanted to see how it impacted the uh, the S fifty two motor because you can see like based on you know I was I had like I did the oil change. I took the old oil out, which is Mobile One, and then I was going to do a Liquid Molly comparison to see like because you can tell if it's actually wearing the motor differently or something like that. Like, because that's objective data for actually well, like what I will tell you is Motol would probably be the best. That's true. So okay, that goes without question. Yeah, nip that in the bud. <laughs> yeah. So let's prove it with a Blackstone lab test. I think what you're saying, I mean, as far as the frequency, my feeling on it is if you are going to be doing this sort of thing, then you have to do it several times in a row. You have to keep doing it to, because it's, it's all about benchmark. the changes, right? Like yeah. how yeah. much is it getting worse and right. how quickly, right? And so you... Then all of a sudden you're in for it. You got to do it the next six oil changes or whatever, right? I don't know. I mean, I thought it was just more like do use whatever you've been using as your benchmark. That one oil change and the, the the moment that you switch over to another oil, like when you do that oil change, then you have two samples. Well, to work. that's well, if you're that's doing what he wants thing, to do. Yeah. He's oh, just that's, comparing. That's, that's what I want to do. He's just exactly. comparing motor oils. Exactly. But, so that's. But true. how would that even give you real data about? It would just tell him which motor oil is. Like is basically what, is protecting everything more. So you're saying if you see less uh, metal, yeah, or whatever, oil, the, whatever it is, there's like all, yeah, a different bunch of different. So like drivers. if it's if it's like during cold startups, it's like sticking to the cylinder walls right. better. So or I whatever. guess that's so that yeah. So in that case too, you would have to get several. You'd have to do like two at least, maybe three oil changes with the old one to catch the rate that the metal is being worn, right? And that, or do, uh, I mean, I guess you could do it after just with one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but that's Is where I want, right where I want to go with it. It's just more like validating. Cause you know, every oil fucking manufacturer says they're the best or they protect, you know, they, all this marketing bullshit. Like this is the most objective way of doing it is actually like just seeing the numbers, you know, like what, that's what I, I you don't even know what numbers are in there though. right? You do. Yeah. Well, I've seen them. It's like, it's a bunch of different parameters. Yeah. But it's, it's definitely metals. There's uh there's coolant. There's all sorts. I of couldn't shit. even imagine if being that stressed, like how do you even drive a fucking car if you're that stressed about that kind of well, stuff? Well, it's not necessarily like, stress. It's just like trying to get more information. Like you get to, you know, if you're, if you're the type that wants to know how your car's doing and try to treat it as well as you can, like it's just more information to use for that. Well, and it's also said, really inexpensive. You've said that, you, yeah, I was just going to say, like you said 80 you, bucks or something? It's even no, cheaper. No. I think it's like 30, right? You said you really, really want to do it. What yeah. stopped you? Uh, well, the last time it was like with the Corvette, like I was like really <laughs> curious about what, Oh my God, just come back with like a fucking, uh, skull and crossbones. <laughs> I like, there'd be all this like meth, you know, particulates <laughs> exactly. and like all these weird just Cheetos or no, what is it? Cheez-Its? <laughs> well, they, Cheez they send back a face mask. Dude, they don't <laughs> yeah. even, they don't even, they just call you, dude. They don't get like, out. Like, <laughs> yeah. They're like, how's that car still running? That's like when you get the phone call from the doctor and they're like, uh, they leave a message and they don't tell call, you. They're like, or please just in. call us. Yeah, yeah, just come, come in. in. Yeah. Come in. We have an appointment for you tomorrow morning yeah, right, at 8 a.m. Right. We're going to need to see you. <laughs> bring your fam bring your uh, supportive loved ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope I never get that call. So, I mean, it's it's really pure laziness and disorganization. Like, just you say. have to get the kit. Oh, and, my God. And, and then How you have to. That? Well, I mean, and when, when I ended up doing it with the Corvette, it's like I ended up having a guy do my oil while he was doing some other stuff. And it's like. You know, I ask him, oh, can you save it? I want to put it in the kid. And, you know, that was the re that's how oh, that, that happened. Poor fucking guy working on that car. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, come on. He was raking in the money. Raking in Dial the money. Sport says, will a BRZ slash FRS provide the same driving pleasure as a 944? Asking for a friend. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's a very similar driving experience. Probably a lot. Nicer. I talk about how that's why I bought why I bought the 944 I have now, because I drove a brand new uh, BRZ, and it reminded me of a 944. Hmm. So it's a way uh, more modern and oh, not luxurious. no way not luxurious <laughs> what's the word i'm coming up with like it's not polished luxurious at all polished i wouldn't say it's more polished either really mm-hmm. well is it seems well, like it'd be quieter and smoother and all like basic creature comforts would be a you're thinking up. is refined the word yeah. it's not really refined it's though. not it is more kind refined of a, really it's, yeah, it's not, not yeah. refined but because it's not a refined better window seals <laughs> things like that i don't think so zubers aren't really known for their no, window seals cheap as shit mm-hmm God, dude, I was in a new, newer Subaru recently, and it was just so flimsy. It's definitely fast. Oh, I don't think anymore. they're very flimsy, Subarus. Oh, God, they're horrible. What's flimsy? What do you mean they're horrible? Uh, just compared to like a Jetta or a GTI or something. Yeah, but what, what um, about it? What do you mean? Shut the door. It's the door fucking closes, super be, yeah. floppy. All the plastics. Well, are, a lot of them are uh, they're frameless doors. Now, this is so a they, Crosstrek. It was a newer. Aren't like those a, frameless? Because uh, uh, the, the Imprezas are. Are they still? They used to be. I don't know. Yeah, I, like like WRX is the first. I don't WRX think it's. Sword. I don't think it's frameless. Oh, uh, maybe they had frames. Yeah. but I remember they would always. They would. They felt like heavier than like a Honda or something. Like Honda Civics always felt very like. I mean, same era, two thousand two ish, two thousand four. Like those things were like tin cans. Like you go to slam the door, you're like, oh shit, I pressed it with. Like this feels I, the same. I way. did it way too hard, but I felt like the Subaru had a little more girth to it. But it would do that. Like when it closed, it wouldn't just close. It would like do like a, a little. It bit. would do a little shake. Yeah, yeah. But it Anyways, felt they felt a little, little more like solid. A one owner, to me. 2017, 2016. Okay, cross track, cross track. Huh. Just flimsy as fuck. Yeah. Way lower quality than your GTI. Like yeah, not yeah. even in the well, same. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, yeah. my wife has a brand new Forester and yeah. it like literally there's three screens on it. They're all different fonts and different yeah. and different lighting yeah, and different yeah. everything. And it's like your stuff yeah, like that. It's kind of like, whoa, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. And the materials are not even close. You know, it always so. shocks me on people that are such um, diehards. For diehards. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? But yeah. I also haven't driven a BRZ, so I don't know. Yeah, they drive pretty good. They're a little they're a little like I would say it's like a less I mean I've only driven one so I drove like first year BRZ um it was it's a it's not a super drivable car around town I would say the 944 is almost I you talking about refined I think the 944 is a more refined driving experience as far as like clutch to gas mm. pickup and relation and stuff BRZ is a weird have you driven one art yeah the clutch is horrible they have a weird clutch yeah like the the clutch engagement the is very is, strange the clutch dude. is like um it's literally the the lightest like it's like there's no resistance you yeah know? but it's then like, you don't you feel it that, touch yeah. you don't feel it new car style right no because it, it doesn't so our matt's first car like he had a he there was some weird FRS, issue with right? his yeah it was an frs and he had a weird issue with his transmission and he ended up getting i believe a trans he got uh, a new a clutch and transmission done under warranty Damn. and he put just like a fedan like or not a fedans it might have been just like an exedi like a, a slight upgraded clutch a lightweight flywheel and it um no just the clutch oh, just the and clutch. it made a massive difference you know like it was it, from the stock one the stock one is so shitty i guess it's the actual pressure plate and stuff that's just really yeah it's soft. hard to be smooth like it's very jerky um i don't like that but um, you kind of have to rev them rev them out a little bit yeah but i don't know in terms of, and also have, like, the the um the the power band is not very linear it has that flat spot 
Which everyone talks about. Yeah. I guess, I don't know, like, off the line, like, if it would be torquier. Like, because, yeah, 944s are known for having a torquey motor, right? Uh-huh. Like, um, but, uh, yeah. uh, but, like I said, yeah. they're very, they're very comparable, I think, as far as that. So, I, it gives you a lot of that same driving experience, for sure. Like, the, the balance and, and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Just the feel. For $30,000. Yeah. What's better money? Buying a $7,000 and putting 20 in? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'd have to... You, you could have all the new window seals. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean that's brand new Ricardo. That's definitely a... I, yeah, it, it might it I might mean, come around eventually, right? Like, uh, yeah, own it for fifteen years. Well, if you put twenty grand in one, it would be worth probably twenty grand, right? So yeah, more, more. Yeah, yeah. so I like you, that idea. You'd have a yeah. It's not, <clears throat> and then if you go for like, if you really want performance, you know, you go for like a nine forty four turbo or something like that, and you're yeah, you're definitely killing that game. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea what like the maintenance inner rules are on a new BRZ or, or uh, eighty six. Probably pretty long. Yeah, head, head gasket every eighty thousand. I don't know if they have head- forty thousand. No, not forty. Come on, you're getting crazy. Yeah, newer cars, but they have had some issues. I know. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. With some other stuff, not head gaskets, but I've heard no, of some, uh, a lot of other stuff with BRZs. Yep. Like yep. like uh trannies. Yeah, yep. the shifters are being like notchy and like and oil consumption. Like oh, oil consumption. Yeah. Uh, this is a question that we answered on Patreon, but I'll read it just to give people a, uh, you know, a little teaser. Lars Brunkhorst says, closed track. Let's call it Laguna Seca for extra spice. With all proper safety precautions taken, who has the fastest time after consuming two six-packs of their go-to libation? So, you'll have to listen to Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> Go to patreon.com forward slash awesome. For as little as $2 a month, you can become a patron of our podcast and uh, check out our backlog of close to 50 episodes now, I think, on there. Or like $10 a month like our buddy Curtis that just signed up today. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, Curtis. And he came to our Cars and Coffee in his uh, GTI. Oh, yeah, that's right. With the mud flops. Yep. KM Grace says, the inaugural DWA Global Rally is coming up. You and your modified Radwood era ride, so 80s and 90s. Must make it through crazy terrain across all continents, less Antarctica. You have a $200,000 budget for vehicle and modifications. What is your choice for the raddest rally of all time? Can we tack this onto the page? Yeah, yeah that's, that's too good to like. It is yeah. really good. Um, we can do two questions. Yeah, definitely. Uh, okay, so. That'll be on Patreon. patreon.com forward slash driving awesome. Check Next it week. out. Um. Yeah, that's a good one. I was talking with uh. Well, Ali, our racing Ali posted a picture from Mongolian Rally. I don't know if it was just to me or what, but I was saying, dude, if I win the lottery, let's do it. <laughs> I'm down. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a bucket list. But you need, I think you need some cash. Maybe not. I haven't looked into it, but you know, I see we, you guys doing with cheap cars. But I think the the entry price logistics that logistics. they take care of it has to be very high price yeah, yeah. we never followed up with uh, Nick uh, Cheyenne's cousin remember because he did the Mongolian rally and then something happened remember like he had a, yeah he couldn't get past Russia or something yeah or, something weird happened yeah, with like customs and, or something. and he had a basically he still drove all over the place but he didn't oh take he didn't the make, route. make the actual trip yeah yeah we should follow up with him and so. then Nico's 
doing it, right? Yeah. No, they're. Or is did it they done? retire? No, I think they're still going. They're still going. I. It's a little. Because he it's said a little hard it, to follow these because it's like you get you get them updated yeah. in there and and it showed their nine twelve like in trouble and on getting a tow added truck. onto a tow truck and then like the next photo was a beetle mobbing yeah. down the road and I was like, did they switch? Well, at one point also it was he, also number forty two and I was wondering four two four coffee. You know. Well, at one time at one point he said like the. Nine, the car was like defeated or something, and yeah. then people were like, "Oh, sorry to see it end." He's like, "No, it's not over yet." Right, and I was I like, "Oh, so that going. just means like maybe they it was broken, then they fixed it." I right. think so. It was and kind it was of like a something confusing. about like I mean, Mongolia got us or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Then, but then they're like on to Russia. And, oh, okay. And yeah. yeah. So I, I was confused on that too. I was like, yeah. "Oh wait, so did the rally end or they?" I can still imagine going? that it's very difficult to do these updates when you're in the middle of nowhere. For sure. It's like, yeah. and you got a lot of shit Whoa. going on. So. He posted a picture from Mongolia, and the uh, Porsche has no windshield. Oh yeah, I saw uh, that. There are a few mosquitoes in the area. Yeah. Oh Just my gosh. Completely covered tent. That made. Me I mean, too. completely covered from every inch as all mosquitoes, and then it is on a tow truck. But then he posts something later uh, that he's still they're still going. So this was nine hours ago. And do you see the beetle? Yes. Or yes. The all it just says is powered by four. So yeah, it's like kind of same same yeah. sort of deal. But, but it, what I my initial thought was, oh, they they blew up the nine twelve, and then they just bought a bug and right. continued to go because which isn't about you idea. could pretty much do that, especially yeah. with the toolkit that they had. Uh, like right. You just buy a bug wherever you are right, and then right. keep going. Dude, that is so rad. I know it's more like. Yeah, taking the the two months to do it or however long it takes. I don't know how long the actual rally is, but I'm sure that well, he's been gone since more... right after. It was like right after Luft. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we yeah. saw him at Luft, and he was saying he was. Oh yeah, no, that makes sense. That was that not next, long ago. That next week. Yeah. So he posted five days ago. Feels great to have a solid car again, and uh, the uh, Porsche's bargain. Nice. So I don't know what that means, but uh, we'll have to they, catch up. They're doing them. really the Endurance Rally Association. Uh, if you follow them, they're doing really cool recap videos. They have like uh, a good team of videographers getting you know they're they're great shots and quick editing and um, you know that that's pretty cool to watch on Instagram. So they're in Mongolia. This is from <clears throat> June sixth, and it says day two in Mongolia: three blown tires, a broken deck lid, a dead battery. Lots of loose nuts and bolts, but so far, so good. <laughs> so far, so good. So Dude. that's neat. What's his uh, handle, Instagram uh, handle? His Instagram handle is Nico Saras. Nico uh, Suave? Nico Samaras. All one word. Nico Samaras. And he is the owner of 4 Till 4 Coffee in Scottsdale, or yep. are they Phoenix? Scottsdale. Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, maybe they're Phoenix. I don't know. It's all the same. Right there on the border. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyways, I hope that he pulls it off. It seems tough. Okay. Um. Yeti Yeti Overland says, "Just move three blocks and now have a garage." What are the simple DWA approved garage must-haves? Uh, low-profile jack. Yep. Toolbox, like a nice. Uh, I bought a Craftsman because I'm cheap, but yeah, uh, they're not super expensive. I bought a, I bought a Husky drawers because he's cheaper. Organize your shit. It was on sale. Kind of key. Organized garage. I'm conflicted on the toolbox thing. 
Because, like, I feel like I want to take tools with me for the most part. I feel like a good mobile rig is almost more important. I want a board with some essential (laughs) wrenches and stuff. Oh, you're a... uh, yeah for sure like a pegboard and then i also in sharpie yeah dude and i want a nice workbench somewhere that i can like disassemble stuff work on stuff it's not going to get like i'm not doing it on the ground i can put stuff on a on a bench and it needs to be heavy duty too vice is key right part of that yeah nice uh at at blaine fab uh all the benches uh had stainless steel tops which was really awesome mm-hmm. for just like quick cleanup and yeah. you could mm-hmm. like you know bang on it he also had this gnarly like one inch plate steel round table that is you know with a giant heavy duty vice on that and that's like where you did everything yeah but you're never going to do that in your garage unfortunately yeah, you could. it'd be rad i yeah. think very few people do but for banging stuff apart and all that yeah. yeah using it as like a nice hard having a nice hard surface is always good mm-hmm. what do you guys think about this uh because i i basically have the same question for myself right now um two car garage do you make it a one car garage and the rest is just like workspace mm. depends what you're doing depends how how much time you have to wrench on cars and fuck around right yeah i uh, i just recently put a 300 hundred dollar order in for garage stuff oh really yeah yeah i got a new streamlight uh rechargeable flashlight which are kind of like the industry standard and then i got a really quiet air compressor oh, that's two, sweet. two gallon yeah little little guy so um, then you, you're gonna get all the air tools and everything no i just mainly have it for like uh for a blow gun to like blow like dust off stuff and also oh. fill my tires like i don't even have that like oh, right. no way to like do that which is so frustrating. Yeah, it sucks going to a gas station. God, it's the worst. Yeah, it's but the then worst. I could ha- get tools. Like, I have a few on the list to get some, some, some yeah, stuff. Yeah, an impact on becoming nice. Yeah, exactly. I want to get a new torque wrench. I have an old one, and I don't know how, how like, accurate it is anymore. Mm-hmm. And, I, I mean, I know they, like, I, I always, like, unwind it or whatever. You know, I don't yeah. have tension on it every time I put it away. But I know over time, they, they're, you know, they require recalibration. Yeah. And um, I would like to get a new one anyways. They're, just, they're not cheap, but, I like, know. a digital one's uh you know 300 like bucks digital snap-on those are more yeah, yeah. what so streamlight is that like one the ones that flex and they have like the no no leds it's just the brand name but it's like the standard like metal they come in different colors but they have a little hook um that you pl- attach them to yeah and they recharge so a really good rechargeable flashlight basically i see which right now i've been i use this i had this one and i don't know battery lasted for maybe a year and a half something mm-hmm. like that and then it wouldn't hold a charge but those are the ones we use at the shop and they're kind of like industry standard that's yeah. a good tool to but have they're like trouble. 150 bucks Dang. so yeah but lifetime warranty and they can be dropped a ton and nice last a long time i have a, a my shop light in the garage is a snap-on like just one of those shop light, shop lights that sit on the ground it's an led light oh yeah. rectangular with yeah, a little yeah, yeah. grill on the front mm-hmm. so i don't have an actual flashlight i use in the garage like uh, i mean i have like a little i guess pen mag light that yeah, i had the same thing it, but, but you're always replacing batteries yeah and, but um but i use my shop light and, and, and gotta move that around yeah. and sit it in the engine bay and stuff but it's not i mean with a cable and everything it's right yeah it's nice to have a wireless one yeah one thing i really like having is a set of six ton jack stands yep just because like there's you know if you really want to do any serious work under your car you need to get it pretty high and when you start mm-hmm. doing that it's just i such still don't good trust them like, i still a, like you're always when i put the car down on them like uh, okay i don't know for some reason because well, you're up it's uh, you're up so high to right. get to the minimum setting it's and it seems sketchy, like yeah. such a simple design that you're thinking how can this be safe right they're just 
Are you I talking mean, about regular jacks or no six jack tons? stands? Jack I mean, stands are known to fold over. Yeah, dude. like three ton jack stand or something. That, see, that's where the peace of mind comes with these right. six ton ones because, yeah. like, you don't think that. Like, right, you get right. these things and they're fucking heavy. You pinch yourself every time you pick them up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, but then you have to jack it up pretty high to get it to the, even the minimum mm-hmm. setting on those. So. Uh, race ramps are pretty dope. That's Dude, oh, that's a good call. Yeah, so where did you get those? <laughs> Amazon. Oh, okay. But they're so sick. And how dude, much are they? They're kind of banky, dude. Like, like what? 250 bucks or something. Yeah. But it, they're super light because they're just a like foam, essentially. And that's mm-hmm. a pair? They, yeah, a pair. Yeah. And, uh, dude, they'll get your car way up in the air and it's just super so much. Safe. And, like, if you're just doing oil changes and a lot of, like, you know, front front i don't know there's tons of work you do where you don't need the wheels you know you don't need to get yeah, access yeah. to wheels and it's just so much easier to do that totally and cleaner than yeah. to to grab your you know jack and go through all that kind of stuff do you guys struggle with this where you jack the car up and you want to put a jack stand on it but the best point for where you want to put yep. the yeah. jack stand is where the jack is yeah, yeah exactly so it's a process you gotta learn is. like the whole for each particular car especially for like, my van again do i get it it's up a weird you kind of always end up compromising in a way like, like you're like too. okay i'm just gonna jack from this spot that maybe isn't the best place like from a suspension like from with the a-arms right. or whatever the the base where they hit the body <laughs> and everything um and you kind of jack from a different spot because you want to put your jack stands in the best location, right? Yeah. yeah. Or you jack up from the front, like subframe or something. Yeah, yeah. Because then also you can get two jack stands yeah, at yeah. once. Yeah. yeah. I have a weird paranoia that like once jack stands are on, I'm actually I think those are good. Like I have no issue with the jack stands, but we live in earthquake country, so oh. like my paranoia is always being under the car and they're and the lo- seeing the long skinny little uh-huh. things. That's why you like, need six ton stands. <laughs> I, have, I, I do have it. six ton stands oh, okay, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but like I usually not, I don't pull those out for everything. Right. You know, like yeah, for a yeah. quick. But then thing, you're also supposed to still keep the jack. Yeah, I, do I that. always. That's what I. I always still keep the yeah, jack, but if you do. jack it from the middle front, yeah, it's kind of difficult sometimes, right? right. Or like yeah. some locations, you're kind of screwed on that. Yeah. But that's where the race ramps come in handy. It's just so nice to be able to pull them up. This is a weird one. I mean, I have a a weird kind of quirk where when I change my oil, um, so I have the jack in the front, and um, you know, I, I lift up the car, whatever. I loosen everything up, let it drain, and then I drop it like so that it's yeah. level to get all the oil out. Uh, but how okay. do you do that with race ramps? Because in the front nose up, I don't do that. You don't. But, just don't do it. Yeah. You don't do that. So you, not all the oil comes out. Yeah, you might have. I mean, it depends where it your depends oil. Order of the nine forty four. It's in the back Very front. Bottom. I'm getting everything out. Okay, dude. so that's the key. I'm depends getting on more out thing. than like I would if I put it on the ground flat. You know? Oh, really? So yeah, that's, level, that's a level jack, a level lift, right? You, yeah. You get more. Yeah. Oh, that's ideal then. Yeah. Another Tilted. one is um, uh, wheel chocks. I have those. Having like, you know, you pay $8 or something. No, you got to But don't get the collapsible get cheap the, ones. Get the little bit more and get the, the real rubber. rubber. The heavy yeah. rubber. Heavy yeah, don't get rubber. those collapsible ones with the little, like the little door that opens. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. no or you don't want the metal, metal that slides metal. around. You want the yeah. fat rubber ones. Yeah. And that's like, it's like a pretty, um, I say $8. Maybe I mean 15 I don't know. They're, yeah, more like 20 bucks, but whatever. Yeah. You definitely do it's, that. Yeah, it's like so much, so much. Because when you're jacking up the car, it's going to want to roll. And yeah, yeah. Two by four, not good enough. See, I feel like you want i want all my tools kind of like on display almost because and then i want my my kit like my to-go kit to be a whole separate thing totally ideally but i mean i think that depends on your environment because some people live where there's a lot of dust and uh but if you have a clean garage that's true i mean but not all of us have organized garage and if you have a 
compressor with a that's what uh, I can't wait dude it's Blowing blow, stuff off is the most. Gun and, tip. and you just rather than sweeping and stuff, oh, you just so blow nice. out the garage. I'm looking forward to it. Just gonna be blowing everything up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Soccer balls are. I all can't tell you like peak air pressure. When you have five cars, six cars or whatever. Tire pressure becomes a thing. So for sure. side note, a different route you can go. You can get everybody's got cordless drills. You can get the battery powered mm-hmm. air guns. That, I have seen those. That's what I, I use. I, that's yeah. that's on my list. Oh, and Ali uh, keeps pumping it for me too. I've never heard of that. What is it? They're great. It yeah. looks it's like just, a drill, but it has a, a dongle for a tire pressure. So really, use the same same battery. You know, whoever mm-hmm. you want. Really, Ryobi, and it has a little Milwaukee. chamber where it pushes air. Yeah, in yeah. It's like a tiny little. It's a little uh, compressor. Yeah, it works as a compressor. Hair dryer. Yeah. That's so cool. No, okay. not a chamber, not a big no, I know. T- air tank. Yeah. But yeah, like a cylinder, just, I mean inside just, uh, like a little it has yeah. to have some kind of cylinder. Yeah. But I mean, not a but pump. not an it's air chamber. Like a pressure regulator. It looks like yeah. a like a like a like a fucking like gotcha. an impact gun, but yeah. it has a little a little um rubber thing uh-huh. that hangs off of it. Yeah, it's great for autocrossing, that's what I used all the time. It was nice. super easy. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people do have the one with the chamber that they but bring then you out. You gotta keep filling that up. Yeah, yeah, if you have the big chamber one. Yeah, you're good, and they're digital too, so you you see it like on the back, which yeah. is great. Oh, yeah. it has a it has a pressure. I invested yeah. in as a, a gauge. really it's good awesome. tire pressure gauge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's one thing. Um, um, digital pistol grip thing. Nice dude, gangster. Yeah, I have a the I forget the Long Acre one is the one that I like the most. So I analog is nice. Yeah, yeah. The that one is it's the it has a it's like the um the dial has this big rubber kind of housing on it. Yep. Really kind of heavy duty. Um, they sell them at Summit Racing. You know, it's a tool that hasn't really come kinda. in handy for me in forever. Uh, really kind of. Uh, <laughs> like a plug gapping tool. Yeah. Oh, because I forgot about that. plugs always come gap now and they say don't fucking touch it. Mm-hmm. And then I'll sometimes check it. Just be, and I'm like, oh no, it's spot. Like you're fucking with it when yeah. you do that. Right? Well, then some, so, I want to see like, the spark plugs that Lane's buying that are cursing on the packaging. Platinum, like platinum, Brad, iridium plugs. There's no gap pit. What's know. up? Platinum or iridium plugs, you don't gap. Because you yeah, remove the, you would fuck up yeah, the Yeah, I don't use diode. platinum. So. Yeah, I know, but modern yeah. cars like your, your yeah, yeah. Subaru or something might. Yeah. Yeah, there's no gapping. Required. And then all the I I always get NGKs for the 944, and they're always pre-gapped. And right, they come with a little cardboard sleeve. Yep, that's such a satisfying thing. I haven't done spark plugs in so long because yeah. you don't own your cars long enough. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, I should buy one that requires that, right? I guess. Yeah. All right, that's podcast. Bye. See you next time. Like you rubber. Get the, we you like get the idea of the sidewalk. question though, right, Art? Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like <laughs> patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Go check us out on Patreon and please become a patron of our podcast. It helps us out a lot and you get some cool stuff in return. We give you a weekly podcast, which we title Experts in Automotive Opinion. I think we've done 60 of those so far, something like that. We also give you exclusive Patreon-only stickers, and we'll send you a sticker pack right when you join. We have discounts and early access to certain events we do, like Camping While Awesome, and we give you first crack at our rallies. So, for example, the next rally is going to be announced here very shortly, and it'll go up for sale very soon. And Patreon members will get first crack at getting on the rally, basically. So we'll have it open for 
48 hours or so and you guys will get first crack and then it'll be open to the public and uh, the last really sold out in 24 hours so please check it out and join us on patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome thank you guys